Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings. This is Big Mama's House, part of uh, the People's Black Panther Party, and we are on the radio doing Big Mama's House. Big Mama's House is a unique place to be. I love being here because what it does is it allows us to speak freely from this position of um, love, position of leadership, position of family, all of these wonderful things that there was a big mama in our communities back when our communities um, were really communities, not just places where people live and lined up, but places where everyone gathered, places where uh, all of the children went to school or stayed after school, you know, just places where there was a family undercurrent. And there was usually a lead in the house, Big Mama. And that's a lot of times that was her name. You know, I'm sure she had a government name, but that's what they called her. So um played an important role in shaping a lot of the decisions that were made in the household. And um, without her, a lot of us wouldn't have made it. You know, Big Mama always had an extra plate. You know, you could always crash on her sofa. You knew that, um, you know, she she could she would be honest with you, you know, whether she liked what you were doing or not. She had uh, a sense of responsibility for the truth. Uh, you could tell her a secret. You know, there were lots of good, positive traits that Big Mama had that we don't have anymore, uh, that a lot of people don't have in their life. They don't have that person that represents that almost unconditional love for them. And so that's what we're here to do. And so I'm Big Mama Seven. <laughs> I'm also the National Director of Operations of the People's Black Panther Party. And I have my host, not a co-host, my host that works with me, trying to keep my moral compass straight up and down and everything. We have Mama Makita on the line. Let me see if I can get her into the call. Greetings, Mama Makita. How are, how are you? Well, how are you, family? I'm okay, sis. How are you? Well, look, I'm surviving this day, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do like mm-hmm. this mama do, complain about her knees and complain <laughs> okay. about her arthritis, you know? It's <laughs> mm-hmm. still moving forward like while that. she's complaining, right? <laughs> uh, okay, look, work still standing in the kitchen on the seat. While complaining mm-hmm. about this, that, and the other, yeah, nothing stops. Just because it hurts a little bit doesn't mean that it stops, you know. <laughs> right. That meal is still now, on the stove. Definitely. The house is still welcoming. And the yes. words are still full of love and wisdom. Yes, yes. And look, mm-hmm. we talking about what makes it Big Mama's house. What makes you a Big Mama? And like you said, being able to transition past difficulties, you know, making sure that we're not leaning one way or another. Yeah. And when we do lean, give us a little nudge to come back onto the other side, you know, all of these things, all of these things. Totally. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, today I wanted to, you know, while we're working on our family, working on ourselves, one thing that, and this is funny, before we get into the topic, one thing I got to tell 
the big mamas and the little mamas now of today. We got to do a couple things different than what big mamas is, okay? I'll sit here and I will praise her and praise her and praise her and let her know she's really been the backbone to the African-American community. That's wonderful. At the same time, she didn't take care of herself. She took care of everybody, and there was always someone in the everyone that needed something. You know, and there was exactly. always, you know, our aunts, they used to can and jelly, and I mean, they used to go through the whole preservative thing, and I'm like, why? Well, let's just eat it now. And they're like, well, you never know. You know, that was almost like their thing. You never know what you're going to need or who's going to need it. So they were always saving and pulling out and, you know, storing this away. And the, mm-hmm. the, the little Danish cookie tins never had cookies in them. They always had a whole bunch of other stuff in them. And, um, mm-hmm. but I was just to have sewing. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Needles and threads. And yes, yes. That was the first container. The next container, mm-hmm. if you dug, you had to dig for it. It might have had nails in it, screws and stuff. Then another one had, had a little stash of money, just a little stash of money and some things and stuff like that. It was a treasure chest. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't do enough to take care of herself. She didn't have a self-care regiment going on. She didn't stop and take time to say, hey, I need this, I need that. And because of that, she really worked herself extinct, okay? Um, it got to the point that when people started to get of the age of Big Mama and in their family and when that need came about, the women would see how much work this is, and they're like, look, I'm still young. <laughs> you know, I'm a young grandma. I'm not trying to do all that, you know? I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to still – I'm working on my own groove. How in the world am I supposed to be helping you with yours, you know? So um, – you know, that's one thing that we're going to have to put a change in place as we try to revamp this role in our community and in our houses. We're going to have to insist that Big Mama take additionally to take care of everyone in the community. She got to take care of herself. She got to. We, we got to make Absolutely. sure insist on it. Self-care is very important. And this is something mm-hmm. that I've been discussing with uh, a lot of my clients, a lot of my sister mm-hmm. girls, especially at our tender age of 16 plus. It's very okay. important that we take care of ourselves, even if yes. it's just the annual doctor visit, annual dental, all those other wonderful things that come into place that's necessary for us to move forward and still be there for other people. We really have that's to right. take care of ourselves. You know, That's improving right. the diet, um, a body in motion stays in motion, all that kind of wonderful stuff. We just really have to put ourselves on the platter of things that we do. I have a lot of women who, they're not even on the table, let alone on the platter. But they're okay. holding up this platter for everyone else. And I'm like, can you just get on the table? Because right now you're you're on the floor at the very, very bottom if you can climb up the table leg and get on the table, then we can shift you to the point where you actually can become a part of the platter. That's right. But That's some right. of us will do any and everything else except for self-care. And when you go down, everything else that you were holding up on that platter is going to go down as well. That's right. 
That's so right. it's very important it, it, to be intentional with self-care. Absolutely. 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 Intentional, mm-hmm. why? Because you deserve it. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I, I absolutely got simple answers for you. You deserve it. One. Two, we're always <laughs> setting examples of what they should do. Now, we can tell them with our mouth, hey, make sure you do this. But chances are they're looking ra- they're looking at your actions rather than listening, you know. And, and if you have a good child, they might be both. But most of the time they're mm-hmm. looking to see, hey, what is this? How does this work? And, and if they don't mm-hmm. see it working for you, they're not going to do it, period. And then also, you know, let's not wait till things come up. You know, we're, everyone is aging. We're aging every minute of the day. So, you know, mm-hmm. let's make plans on that, okay? I, I mean, mm-hmm. I um, I go to the gym. I live in the country. I, I admit that. Uh, that's it. I go to the Walmart. I see all my, my beautiful, plump African-American women, and I'm like, okay, y'all, I see you. I see you. Um, I go to the gas station. I see you. I see you. I go to the gym. I don't see nobody. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, and this is uh, male, female, and I'm like, you know, brothers and sisters, we've got to get in the gym as well. We've got, like like I said, bodies in motion, stay in motion, okay? So I was at a uh, African funeral this weekend, and the actual mm-hmm. funeral was about five and a half to six hours. And it still wasn't enough. It was just people were falling out. We just couldn't do no more. And, of course, they had the drummers. They had the dancers. And, and, and African dance ain't no, like, two-step, okay? We got arms, no, it legs, isn't. <laughs> all kinds. Let me tell you, all size women were up there. Giving, I was like, oh, now, if that's just to get down there and get back up, I'm, I swear I got to go to the gym twice on Monday, okay? Just twice. Just, mm-hmm. And she did it. And she did it gracefully, and I'm now I'm now I'm stuck going to gym right. But you know, <laughs> we have to really do these things for preventive measures. So don't wait for something to come up, something to hurt. You know, your doctor shouldn't be ordering you to get to the gym and to take care of yourself. Your lifestyle should be doing it. <laughs> Whether you chasing grandkids around. Or, you know, going to the skating rink with your own children or whatever you want to do. Um, you're trying to get the dance class, African dance, tap. Um, there mm-hmm. In Macon, Georgia, there's an African-American stepping club. And I think they're like 50 plus. They, You know, they were all older. And they were so fly. Oh, wow. And they did all the, oh, oh so fly. They did a presentation. And they just came out and did their dance and, you know, all the dips and swings. And I was like, oh, y'all, y'all doing some things. But I know that that takes practice, energy, effort. Um, you, you can't, you don't Discipline. wake up in the morning and do that. Discipline. Mm-hmm. So, and dedication. Okay. So just dedicating a few minutes to yourself for yeah. wellness purposes. We have to do it. And then being disciplined about it to continuously do it is very important. Absolutely. It's it's very important. It should be considered our obligation and responsibility to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because 
you walking around, <clears throat> you not being able to walk around, you know what I'm saying? And, and granted, you get a certain age, needing assistance, there's nothing wrong with that. But as many of us are becoming, you know, grandparents early, uh, we don't have a whole lot of time in between when your grandparent duties start and the walker. You know, then there's not, you know, we you, you get these grandkids early, so we need to start mm-hmm. being able to take care of ourselves, take care of our families and extended families, without having those issues. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, before we even get into our supporting each other, let let's go ahead and say, take care of yourself, family. Don't let let's not do all of the things Big Mama did, or or let's at least update some things, okay? Let, let's put that routine in place where we are routinely taking care of ourselves. Mhm. That way, you can be around for the community more. Absolutely. And, and that's what that way you can continue tonight. to empower the youth in everything else. But you have yes. to start with yourself. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. some of the elders I saw dancing, I mean, breaking it down, were 50, 60, 70 years old dancing, okay? And I'm sitting here like, man, in another 20 years, I want to be able to hit it like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared for that now, okay? That That's not going to magically happen. That's something that we have to work towards. So let, let's work on our longevity. Let's work on being there in a big way for our family. You know, you need to start your big mama training. You know, <laughs> I got little mamas. I, and every every single one of them, hey, little mama, hey. You know, so mm-hmm. let's start our, our big mama training as early as possible so people will start to feel the importance that they are in the community and in their household, and in their household. Absolutely. Well, you know, tonight's topic, we have um, supporting each other. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, we had so many different things, you know, me and Mama Makita were talking and planning, well, we could take it this way and we could take it that way. There's so many different ways where we really have to come together and support each other more. We don't do it nearly as much. Not nearly mm-hmm. as much. And, and we have to make some changes to that. That can't, you know, that can't be allowed. We have to, we are too important. We are too important not to support ourselves. And this goes into everything that we do. Everything that we do, there there needs to be a level where we are intentionally recognizing that we're doing this out of the energy of sharing. We're doing this out of the energy of supporting each other, of, of creating um, alliances and allegiances and everything else like that. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that I remember... <laughs> Even before I knew, before I knew you as an individual, you I knew you were part of um, this drum and dance circle, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and we're trying so, to get started again soon. <laughs> I'm gonna try to be very soon. I'm telling you, I was sitting there, I was I, I was drooling because. You know, watching these rhythms and these dances and these 
and, and watching the elders do that, oh, no, I'm about to get out there. Don't, don't. Look, nobody <laughs> else died. Give me a second to get this right. Okay, no one, I'm holding all death certificates. Okay, get hold a minute. Let me get this right so that we can do this. But um, tell me about what it's like to support on that level. Um, we were with one of the local HBCUs here. And we traveled. <laughs> we we traveled all over the place performing um, at local events for the vets um, for the international festivals. It was just a wonderful experience, just meeting new people and then seeing people of different ages. But I, one of our best performances, we performed for vets, and a lot of them were disabled. So one of the motivational things I used to tell the dancers, I said, if you can't dance for yourself anymore today, that's fine, but dance for that brother who got that cane. Dance for that sister that's in that wheelchair. And we would just give it our all because we knew what we were doing wasn't just for ourselves. And it was just a beautiful thing just to be a part of that. So being able to thank people for their service, thank people for, the things that they've done to contribute to the community for the legacies that they were were living and for the shoulders that they stood on was just wonderful for us to say, we appreciate you. And this is how we show our appreciation, you know, through the entertainment, you know, and then of course you have the whole spiritual aspect with the drumming and all the time I could sit there and be like, Oh, I don't feel good. I, today is one of them days, but let them drums start. I mm-hmm. promise you something going to start shaking. So I'm going to start shaking, uh-huh. and it's just wonderful because it gives you an opportunity to kind of step outside of yourself in your current situation and just allow wow. the most high to just use you as a vessel to show what he wow. can do. You know, even recently at the lupus walk, by the time we did the walk, completely exhausted, but at the end of the program when them drums started, oh, it was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot all about the walk. It it was on, and it was wonderful to be able to say I could do that because you had some people that were there that had on the um, the oxygen mask, some that were using walkers and all that kind of stuff. It was like, okay, get thanks and praise. You know, I'm not there, but guess what? I'm going to dance for you right here in this moment. You know, and I was able to get praise that way. So it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. And we were a part of the community because that was a community event. And everything we're we're doing with Big Mama's House, with the Black Panther Party, it is supposed to be about self-determination, building ourselves up. We don't need other people to tell us, do this for you, do this for you. We got enough sense to look amongst ourselves and see what's needed, and let's just pull together. Let's agree to disagree and move forward. That's right. We're not going to always agree on everything. We're not going to always agree on all the methods. But you may reach somebody that I can't reach and vice versa. As long as we're reaching someone and we can come together on those common goals and get things done to improve the community, that's what matters. That's right. That's right. And and that's what we have to work on. That's what we have to work on. One of the reasons Mm -hmm. why I asked you about the dance truth was, I know what it takes to be part of those types of quote unquote performances. I say quote unquote because they're they're it becomes a lifestyle after a while. But you know, we're talking mm-hmm. about hours of dedication of, into the drumming, into the steps, and mm-hmm. coordinating people, getting places situated mm-hmm. and everything else like that. It takes support. 
It takes people. We practice five days a week. Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It takes people coming out of their pocket. It takes people coming out of their um, comfort zone. It takes all of that. And we have to start supporting each other more. Um, I know even in in some of our small towns, and I'm speaking from a small town understanding, um, some of the local sports, like the football team, those coaches are the coach, the referee, the social workers, the daddies, the this, the that. You know, coaches Mm -hmm. wearing like 15 hats along with trying to make sure so-and-so stay out of jail, trying to stop this one and that one from smoking, working on – you know, these people are really doing the most, in my opinion, because they're dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, I know Solomon's team had to be at least 60, 70 deep. Knuckleheads, mm-hmm. straight knuckleheads, mm-hmm. you know, and, and trying to keep track of everybody and everything else. Why can't the moms keep track of something? You know, why can't we support them in these efforts? You know, we have to be more supportive as a people. Get your, whatever your thing is, whether it's sports, whether it's dance, whether I got I have a nerd as well, you know, no matter what you have or what, you know, what your family dynamics are, find ways to support each other, you know, um, mm-hmm. with a wonderful Attend the local science fairs. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. you said, you haven't earned. The science fairs are just as important. You know, the plays yeah. are just as important. Yeah. You know, take yeah. take a couple of dollars and, and go support someone. Even if your child isn't in it, yeah. if it's a neighborhood child, just seeing a familiar yeah. face when that yeah. child may not normally have that support or their parent is working two or three jobs or a parent is incarcerated yeah. oh or they're God. being raised by grandparents or other people, you know, the village stepping in to raise that child, it takes the village. So community members need to be around and be supportive of those things. That's right. Because the more you're there for them, the more they're going to accept uh, criticism criticism from you. They'll accept um, words of wisdom from you. They will be more open to you because they've seen you be a part of their life. But all of that exactly supporting the arts, supporting business. Everyone knows I do a wonderful approach with a spiritual and healing organization. And um, we travel a lot. In the traveling, I'm like, I will look. I know yes, all the Lord. cities where an African-American. Okay, look, we we get it in. <laughs> we travel. We, we work. But in all of the cities I go to, I'm researching um, where are the African-American bed and breakfasts because that's where I like to stay if I can. So so where are they at? How do we get to their attention? Um, we got to research um, how to, where are the black-owned restaurants? So even after the work, when we're trying to get some food, some nourishment, we need to know whose restaurant, whose chicken and waffle place are we going to, you know. Um, it, there's a, actually in Augusta where we're starting our year at, there's this beautiful black-owned vegan restaurant, Humanitry or something like that. We research. We go out of our way a little bit. You know, if the prices are a little high, deal with it. It's business. They may be just starting. Work with them, you know. But, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes to supporting each other, whatever you're doing, whatever field it is, whatever arena you're working in, do it. Do it big. Do it 
do it as much as you can, as well as you can, and find ways to do it in a supportive fashion. Yes, and without requesting the discount. Oh, you said some words. Yeah, I went to you. <laughs> without requesting the discount. I go into some places, and because they know me from, you know, all these dual relationships when you're in a small community, and it's like, oh, what's this? Yes. You can? I said, well, what's the regular price? I'm going to pay you the right. regular price because I know right. that right. your challenges are different from a super center. Yes. So I, I'm going to pay you the regular this price. Is brick and mortar. Yeah, this is brick and mortar. <laughs> let me help pay for your brick. You know what I'm saying? Let let me mm-hmm. let me help you. In, let me help your business survive. How about that? You know, and that's the kind of yeah. stuff I'm like, look, let's let's think about this differently. Not only do I want to support you, I have to support you in a way where you will be able to not just survive but even thrive. You know, I want you to be mm-hmm. around every time I come to the city. I want to already know what we're doing for lunch, what we're doing for dinner, whose barbecue shack we got to go to, whatever. But, you know, I, these are the types of things when we are supporting each other, You'll take the extra time to find out how to be supported. You will take the extra time. Exactly. So exactly. all of that, all of that is a very necessary part of our community. We got to do it. Mm-hmm. We have to begin, you know, we, we have to help each other on those levels and, and not feel no kind of way about it. You know, I have, um, I have some very talented young ladies in my circle and I keep telling them, I need somebody to make some soap, basic soap, you know what I'm saying, that, that black soap, okay, whatever. But I need some basic soap because every time I go to the store and I buy soap, I get mad because I know this is something that some mama that I know, some little mama who's staying at home or who hasn't been able to find a job yet or whatever, I know this is something I can pay a little mama for, but I can't because she's not doing it. And I don't know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell people, look, I don't care if you babysit. Tell me. Because I I know if I know one person to tell, I'm going to tell one person. And that might be the thing that sets you over unless you continue your business. So, you know, we've exactly. got to start really putting things in place where supporting each other becomes a natural almost expectation. You know what I'm saying? I want you to expect my business. You know, even mm-hmm. I don't eat meat, I don't eat barbecue, but my shorty Bob does. So let let, let him, he will come and tear you down, you know. And if I can mm-hmm. tell somebody else that might eat barbecue, let me do that. Let me do that. Mm-hmm. I went to, um, there is a, a T-shirt shop in Albany, Georgia. I think it's Tim's Artistic Tees. They do all the monogramming and stuff like that. And... He has signs there. I can't give you a discount unless you order this, this, and this. And then, you know, I'm just, and I'm reading it, and, you know, me and you come from not just a counseling background, but a business background as well, you know. And so Mm -hmm. we're sitting there, I'm sitting there like, I'm kind of sad you had to post that up front, but it's so, um, but I'm very glad that he did because at least now people know this is not personal, but this is the only way my business is going to stay alive. Right. Right. You know, this is, this is how we keep things going. 
You know, I, I remember taking Taekwondo under an African-American six-degree black belt uh, <laughs> sensei, and we were in a school gym only because he had a relationship with one of the uh, with the principal. You know what I'm saying? So we have to begin mm-hmm. to, you know, find ways to be supportive and maybe be even a little creative about it. Because I know she didn't write the case. You know what I'm saying? He used a, mm-hmm. a contact that helped to get that access to the um, gym. So we have to start to do stuff like that, too, where we are um, finding creative ways to support each other. Yes, I think it's very important that we share resources. You know, not just, Absolutely. okay, well, you can go here and get something free. <laughs> You can go here for this educational stuff, for employment. You can network with this person. You know, this person may let you vend in front of their store or something like that. We we have to network on that level and share those type of resources just as much. So it's not all about where we can get something for free. Yes. You know. And and family, we got to talk about this, this free stuff. Nothing is free. <laughs> Nothing okay. is free, okay? Understand that. Rather than looking for free, why don't you find a win-win approach? I mm-hmm. um, I have, you know, as a counselor, I, I've become a second part of some of these people's homes. You know what I'm saying? I, I am the next mm-hmm. RC in line. You know, we, we're there, we're working together. And so... I had one family that had just become very accustomed to me doing, me doing everything. I'll do the paperwork, I do this, I do this, I do this. And um, when I when I tried to kind of shift that and to put some of this responsibility back with the family, they really didn't understand what I was talking about. They really didn't understand. And I'm like, okay. And I, I was like, okay. I have to leave you now because I have to go wash my clothes, okay, at, at the laundromat because I don't have a washer and dryer. And they'd be like, oh, okay, we'll see you. There's a laundry, there's a washer dryer right here. I, you know, in my brain, I'm like, I'm just going to bring my clothes over here, seeing how I'm going to be here two or three hours trying to help y'all through this crisis intervention. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just bringing my clothes, too, so that I'm not doing double duty. You know, we will, mm-hmm. as a community, I believe, I hope, accidentally overwork our people that are trying to work. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to supporting each other, we have to really begin to try to do the support part. You know, don't get so caught up in, well, seven will do it. Because seven will do it. But when there's no more seven, you know, when, when it's all used up, then what? You know, so this is when we, you know, we started off the program talking about how Big Mama has to put some self-care in place. You know, their self-care comes in a number of forms, and and not getting used to the bone is one of them. You know what I'm saying? We have to start putting things in place to create protection and longevity for this Big Mama identity, you know, for our communities. We have to begin to put ways that this is going to survive, you know. So it's not all on Big Mama. We can't put everything there. So rather than try to get the free, 
out of the store owner. Why don't you, you know, say, hey, I'll work outside half a day, then I'll work inside with you half a day, you know. I'll help relieve you while you go do lunch run or whatever. Um, you know, maybe I can give you a percentage of profits or, or some. There's all kinds of ways that we can create win-win situations. We have to look for them, mm-hmm. but we also have to create yep. them. This is true. A big part of self-care is just being kind and gentle with yourself the way you would be kind and gentle with someone else. <laughs> someone else you like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when so like, you can do it for everybody like, else Right, right Sometimes I see people right. I'm like, oh, you must not like your You know, this child You must not like yourself You know, I mean, I've mm-hmm. seen some situations I'm like, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So, you know <laughs> Self-care is someone you like You know, and mm-hmm. it shows When you're not liking yourself Um I'm, I'm not going to need you to like me first. I need you to like yourself first. You know, let's get this self-care mm-hmm. in place. When we're supporting yeah. each other, let's create these win-win situations for each other, with each other. So, you know, let, let's let go of the free or the discount. You know, let, let's try to put, you know, some relationships. I know I spent 2019 working collaborative. I wanted to collaborate with everything. Because I was like, I know I'm not the only person doing it. <laughs> I'm not the only person trying this. Let's work together and, and let's put two heads together and try to make it a better cause. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, just being supportive can be so simple. Something as simple as being kind to someone just because you don't know what they're going through. Your kind words right. may prevent them from going over the edge. You know, a compliment, instead of talking about somebody who got toilet paper on their shoe, tell them they have it on their shoe. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Tap, tap, tap. You know, guess what? This is what's going on. (laughs) You know? Stuff happens. Life happens. So instead of making everything, you know, a reason to judge someone, say something kind. You know? And, you know... Those kind of words can funny. go a very long way. In in our community, I said not trying to be funny, but in our community, there are places and spaces where we are not kind to each other. You know, we we are very critical, very judgmental, and everything else like that. Um, so when you're talking about supporting each other, could just be in uh, words of encouragement or something. You're mm-hmm. absolutely correct. Telling someone to have a good day, have a blessed day. Yes. You know, even some of these cashiers, yes. I'm like, okay, baby, you apply for that job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. so, no, I'm yes. not going to do any self-checkout check out because I just got off of work. I didn't come here to work. I came <laughs> to get my stuff and leave. So I'm going to stand over here for you to work. And if you're <laughs> upset, then I'm going to You know, I pray that you have a better day. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I yes. pray your evening gets better. Okay, and good gracious, okay. you know stuff like that. You know, it doesn't matter what your job is. If you were there to flip the burgers, be the best burger flipper there is. You know, yes. whatever your job is, do it with some with pride and respect, so people in turn That's can right. respect you and your capacity. That's right. You know? That's right. And we we've got to get to just that a change in attitude can make a difference. 
And, and I, I hmm? think, no, not I think, I know. A change in attitude makes all the difference. I, I have mm-hmm. one subway that's around the corner from me, and I have another subway that's 10-minute drive. I take the 10-minute drive. I am not going in there. That I'm not going to deal with little Miss Nasty who doesn't even say, how can I help you, or, or, what, do you, or what do you want? She just look at you. <laughs> and I'm like, hello? You know, you, you're handling my food. Hello? You know? No, no hello for you. Just just nasty looks. And I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. I really am. So, you know, it, it's very important that we that we begin to uh, have this understanding of, you know, how can we make this better? How can we be supportive? How, you know, what, how do we get our community back? Mm-hmm. And I want to remind oh, everybody okay. the People's Black Panther Party, um, this big mama's house. We're trying to make some positive things happen. We actually have a caller that would like to speak for half a second. And so we're going to welcome to the sure. Big Mama's house, okay? Okay. Greetings. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Greetings. Good evening, ladies. I don't oh. know if it's evening, evening where you are, but I'm just calling to say good show. I'm listening. And I just had to say one the the one for the uh, and I I'm, I'm sorry I don't know your names it's my first time listening to the show, but um, when I go into the grocery store it's funny because I never go to the self checkout and sometimes <laughs> when they get a when they get an attitude I let them know the the reason why I don't go to the self checkout is because I'm trying to save their jobs That's and I right. let them know exactly. if all of us go to the self checkout there won't be any more cashiers they're gonna just add more self checkout lanes and that's going to be it so i'm mm-hmm. doing an accident mm-hmm. so, that's um, true. I just make so that true. clear and, and then they then they they think about it and they're like oh yeah thank you right like, um <laughs> because they're just adding more so check out there won't be we all know in some years ahead there won't really be any more if you check have out eyes to see you can see they're they're always trying to automate automate something they got six people. They got one person over six self checkouts. That's just not even mm-hmm. the numbers, you know. But yeah, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And but you know what? Sometimes people just have to be reminded. You know, sometimes you got to smile at them first. You know, even though I think it's their job to smile, they're the ones working. But sometimes you have to remind people. You know, smile. Hey, how you doing? You know, especially if yeah. you go into what once a week or what. You've seen me enough to smile at me. <laughs> well, brother, mm-hmm. thank you so much for calling in. All right, thanks. Good, good, good show. Um, and uh, keep up the good work. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. We're here. We do this. Right. Um, whether it's us, um, or Chief War, or Chairman Yanga, we do programming every Sunday. So feel free to keep checking this out. We do this every Sunday at the same time. So. We love our first-time listeners and everything. But, um, yeah, yeah, back back to just supporting ourselves. Something simple like, he says, look, I'm trying to help you with a job. I'm trying to help you maintain yes. the job. You know, don't you see them wiping this out, you know? So, mm-hmm. but, yeah, uh, because of uh, our community. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yes. No, no, please. I, I just, I had this one, one special area. Regarding support, how about we respect each other's relationships? 
how about we encourage couples to communicate instead of cheat? How about something like that? Build the family unit back up. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I have. To- did I step on someone's toes in Big Mama's house? Uh, yeah, I did. Well, and what? Yeah, that means your that means your toes were sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> that means your toes were sticking out because mm-hmm. everybody knows to hide your toes when Big Mama comes wishing down us, you know. But um, it's interesting you said that. Yeah. The um, the funeral that I went to this weekend, this man had nine kids. Yes. 40 grandchildren, and we don't know how many great-grands, okay? And his wow. daughter sat up there and said, Baba never missed a graduation, a rites of passage. He's been to every single baby naming, um, baptism. And I'm thinking to myself, I got two kids, you know. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> wow, what does it take to be able to say, Baba was always there, always there, always. And um, and then I had a conversation. It was a wonderful conversation with um, a man that I know that's married. And I asked him, I said, is it hard being married? Every now and again, I think it's important that men and women have dialogues with each other. Um, and it was very informative. I said, is it hard to be married? And the key that he said from, to me was, you need to have everyone around you in support of your relationship. If they're not in support of your relationship, they don't need to be around you. And I was like, oh. Okay. And and that, that thing hit me. I was like, oh, oh, okay, you serious. You serious with this. And mm-hmm. it, I have told everyone with ears this because that's what I do when I get good information. But I, I sit back and I say, not just in marriage not just a relationship, not all relationships. If you have someone who is dripping negativity into you, dripping doubt, dripping this this disrespect, dripping all of that into you, that's what's going to accumulate. That water is going to accumulate. The damage mm-hmm. uh, of water, a drop of water can crack a rock, okay, a boulder, okay? And so... It was so refreshing to hear his commitment, not just in in the relationship, but making sure the relationship was in a fertile, secure environment so that even when I'm having bad days, I'm in a secure environment. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. have to, you know, I can feel good about where I am and what I'm doing because I don't have haters in my club. I'm not going to have my boys up here telling me, Ooh, I told you that chick was crazy. Uh, you know, all of these other things. And so when it comes to supporting people in a relationship, we absolutely have to do that. I believe the relationship is one of the most important building blocks in our community. I think it's grossly overlooked. And until we get that function together, I think we're always going to have this discord and this issue. I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's why yeah, it, it's very important to make sure that your spiritual support team is there, that system is there, Absolutely. so that they can pray for the strength of your relationship, genuinely. Absolutely. You know, 
But it, just like the elder said, you know, those wrong, wrong people in your ears, you know, and, right. and they're the ones that are not in a safe situation. Misery loves company. That's right. And when people recognize uh, that that's what it is, that misery loves company, you know, I, I don't have anyone to roll with on my miserable journey because you're over here booed up in something solid. So let me mess that up for you, and then you can be my new okay. road dog, and we can be out here doing destructive things opposed to let me encourage you. You have something that other people aspire to have, which is a healthy right. relationship. It doesn't have to be perfect, but the fact that you can communicate, you can laugh, you can talk, you can agree to disagree and still move forward and accomplish the things that you have to do within your family, within your community, within your businesses, that is something to be, um, that people should be aspiring for, you know? Absolutely. But Absolutely. if you've like you got negative Nancy's around you, ugh. Yeah, Mm-mm. and supporting each other in it. There, there's no way that we're going to get through this without the support. We are not individuals. We are truly a people <laughs> we we are mm-hmm. we are a collective, and what affects one affects others. Um, I know there are you know different groups and cliques and everything else in our community. We have the conscious community, we have the spiritual community, we got our good old church folks, we got all kinds of stuff. Guess what? Your basic nature shouldn't change to the point where you can't see how you belong to this group and how you need to be benefiting this group because this group needs your help, you know. We can come mm-hmm. together. I don't care if you're atheist, Christian, I, I don't care, born again, holiness. Oh, my love my holiness, people. But, you know, I, I don't care what science you come from spiritually. We've got to work, look to work, look to work together when it comes to some of these collective issues. You know, we have to learn how mm-hmm. to work together when it comes to, you know, supporting each other. Um, I know uh, going to college, uh, Mount Olivet in Petersburg, Virginia, is where everyone did their community service because they had a after-school program. We would go there and tutor the little kids, and it was it's what we did. And um, I know they, they asked me, well, do you have a problem um, with their assumption of me being a Muslim? Do you have a problem going to the church to, to help tutor kids? And I'm like, you know, why would I have a problem? I said, that's the building we're in, right? <laughs> you know, I was like, did the definition of church change, you know? And they were like, yeah, it's going to be in the church. I was like, a place of God? Why would I have a problem with that? Um, and, and so we have to begin to support each other, even if it's not your style, even if it's not what you do. We can still be supportive. We can find ways to be supportive. Those kids, mm-hmm. those parents look at the bigger picture. Tutor, yeah, they these were not just low income. These were no income kids. You know, their their parents didn't have. They didn't pay for that program. They just didn't have any other place to put the kids. You know, they were latchkey kids that would have gone home to an empty house and, and no food and cold and until mom made it back. And so, you know, being there and providing that service was a way for them 
to not be at home by themselves unsupervised. So um, why would I have a problem? Because it's in a church, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have to get to the point where, like you said, sister, we can see the bigger picture. We we got to move mm-hmm. past, you know, oh, my, your, your God's different from my God, you know. I'd be like, yeah, but does your God, you know, can we come together to the point where um, we can both see that there's a need? You know what I'm saying? Does your mm-hmm. does your God not have any level of charity or no fellowship thing, no nothing? You know what I'm saying? Most mm-hmm. of our, our religious structures, um, re- religious organizations, they encourage us working with people, evangelizing, whatever you want to call it. So let's do that. Let's find some people to assist. Um, even if they're not your kind of people, everybody needs assistance okay. somewhere, somehow. So, yeah. And you yeah. can learn some, but, you know, something from other people. Prime example. Say it again. You should be able to learn from other people. Yeah. <laughs> learn from other people. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. The more you, the yeah. more you're around different people, you'll realize you're more alike than you are different. And if God is love, like you said, it's simply God is love, so it don't matter where you are. Absolutely. You know, I've been Absolutely. in some unsavory places, but if the larger picture yes. was beneficial, yes. then I took yes. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and sometimes, you know, I know, I tell people, look, you can go help at the walk, but after that, go home. You know, you can mm-hmm. go help do this. After that, though, go home. You don't have to socialize with everybody. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to become, you don't have to join, you know, this church or that mm-hmm. church. But if they have um, an after-school program, I bet you they need a volunteer or two. Yeah. You know, and so uh, I bet you if you have a community serv- if you have a community center, I bet you they need a volunteer or two. Um, I used to do a, uh, back when I lived in uh, Atlanta, do a Kwanzaa program for the Cultural Arts Center. And it was Mm -hmm. a very basic Kwanzaa program. Basic, these are the principles, this is how we do, enjoy yourself. And it was just, but it was such, uh, so widely received, so well received, because you might never seen that before. You see little kids' Mm -hmm. eyes light up. I mean, it becomes a really big deal for everyone, and um, just to see something new and learn something new, and I don't care if Kwanzaa's made up, I don't care if you get into the principles or not, but that's an opportunity for us to be community-oriented, and that's an opportunity for us to support each other, you know, so I guess what what Mm -hmm. me and the mom are trying to say is that Understand, it doesn't take 100% I'm down with this. It doesn't take 100% commitment. Sometimes just support enough to show your support. Yep. Yep. Well, you can do support. Get the best 2% you you can get. If that's all you got. Mm Mm-hmm. What we don't mm-hmm. need you to do is take on 38%, knowing good and well you can only do okay. seven. So just take your little 2% slither and just be the best at it. Because <laughs> be that other percentage, somebody else could be doing something. 
That's right. You know, and if we're and and it's okay. Yes. And if we're all insisting on our self care, insisting, and we're all doing our part and share of self care, then your two cents plus my two cents, and we keep that two cents going. Oh, we're gonna have plenty. We will have plenty Mm -hmm. because it's gonna be a strong Mm -hmm. two cents. Now you keep waiting. Letting one person carry all the weight, uh, getting weighed down and bogged down. How about this? Not accepting the support that is there for you, then ooh, you're not gonna last. And, and that's something not else we're gonna talk about just briefly because because I thought about it and then I said it. How about accepting the help? Ooh 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 ooh. Uh-oh. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Big Mama's house. Was that somebody else told? Ooh, I heard the crunch in the bone on that. I heard it. I heard it. It was magnified. I heard it. Would you explain, please? Uh, I will. I will. Okay. Support is a very necessary function in anything, in everything, whether it be a house, a person, an organization. Um, an idea, whatever, it has to have support, okay? Now, sometimes <laughs> some people, especially like the, 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 the he-man, she-ra people, right? They're super, super strong. I can carry this movement on my back. I got this, I got this, I got this. And it's difficult to receive support, Okay. Even if you know it's well intended, even if you know, even if you know you need help, you know the man that got that world on his shoulder. I'm sure Tyler will tell mm-hmm. me. I think that's Atlas or something like that. He's on a knee. <laughs> he looks real strong. He's on a knee, and I'm like, you know, we got to work on it. So if you are one of these types that think you got it all, that you don't need no help. You figure it out by yourself and everything. You want to burn out just like the self-care people will. Because you are not being honest about really how possibly heavy this is. You're not being honest Mm -hmm. about it takes four wheels to drive the car, okay? One brand new one ain't going to get you anywhere. You need four whole tires, okay? Whether they're all brand new, whether they're all worn out, doesn't matter. You need at least four, okay? So, you know, we have to get out of um, this, this, this hero idea of one doing everything and, and not getting any assistance, not needing anything. I got it, I got it, I got it. We have to really get to the point where we're saying, hey, more than one person needs assistance in this. We, we need a little bit more help on here. And so um, we have got to get ourselves in a position where we can also receive some support. Okay. And a lot of times, and when you can't receive the support, okay. Okay. I was just going to say because when you can't receive support, is going, it's showing that you don't see the bigger picture. Because anything can happen. Even with me, this illness can hit you. Nothing should fall apart over one person. There should be other people there to come together and pick up the pieces while you 
maintain your self-care and get yourself back, back to par where you can do your 2% again. You know, instead of the 38 that you obviously can't do right now because of whatever reason, you know, life happens. Like this is a year of extreme change. So we've all gone through some very, very extreme Uh, changes over this year. And it really took, you know, that support system coming together saying, okay, well, while you handle that, I can handle this. When you get back right. together, come over here and handle this, and I can help you with that. And it really, it really took us communicating with each other that there was a situation, <laughs> that yeah. there is a need, and whomever can help that means yes. me well, I'm willing to yes. accept the help. Yes. Yes. You know, yes, so yes, the yes. pride, put that, you know, go put that somewhere. Put it in the corner. Do something. Bury it in yes. a plant. Whatever. Get rid of that because when you're looking at the bigger picture, you'll see that every it's so much bigger than you. You know, Absolutely. you're just one part in this very large puzzle. But when you put all That's these right. little pieces together, we can have a very beautiful picture. Absolutely. A very beautiful picture. Absolutely. But it really does take us putting it together. Us. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm taking notes because this is something I have to take notes on. You know, I'm the kind of person, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to inconvenience you. Or, no, no. I don't want to overdo mm-hmm. No, no, it's not, it's not that. You're not overdoing it. You're not inconveniencing. You're not doing any of that. What you're doing is be, being of service. And if they can help you a little, take that. That's one less thing that you have to do, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. when we cannot talk and have a show about supporting each other, without really also speaking about what it takes to receive that support, okay? What it mm-hmm. takes to be in, in alignment with the support that you're receiving. Um, what it takes, you have to be thankful to receive something too, you know? So mm-hmm. that, that's a different muscle than standing up trying to juggle 15,000 things. It's a different muscle to say, okay, I want to unload some of this with you. You know, this is why... Mm-hmm. 2020, 2020 has, is becoming and has become so incredibly clear. It don't make sense. It is so clear as to what is going to be expected, what's going to be accepted, what's going to be rejected. I mean, we it's, right now, 2020 is making it, this is what's happening. And in 2020, mm-hmm. we've got to get back to our local communities. We've got to get back to our local community. We've got to get back to really each one teaching one, um, actually being part of our community programs, uh, you know, really putting in place and having relationships with our community, you know. So when we Mm -hmm. talked about being nice to the cashier, I'm like, you see me in here every day. How are you doing today, okay? You know, I'm not even going to mm-hmm. let you get by with not acknowledging that you are part of my relate. You're part of my community relationships and relating. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. And then so sometimes one, one those, last those. Go ahead. No, no, please, sister, go ahead. You know, confronting people. Some people think about confrontation as um, it becoming aggressive. No, I'm just going to make you aware that this is what's going on, and we just need to work on it. 
I'm not even going to say it's all yeah. you. Maybe it was me. Maybe I had a little funk on me today. So if I did, yeah. I apologize to you. But yes. do what you need to do so that those yes. interactions can be better because just like Big Mama, you got these little kids out here. These tiny humans yes, are right. looking at us. They're looking to see how we engage. We're looking to see when we get irritated. They're looking to see when we go off, and they will mimic what you do in their environments. Yes. I don't have time to sit up at the school, (laughs) you know. So we're going to go to the school. Let's go to the school board meeting. Let's find out where this money at. If we're going to deal with the school, let's go here for this, this, and that, all these other positive things, not for something. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to keep your hands to yourself. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh, nope, Exactly, nope. exactly. So it's just a lot of things that we just need to work on. And part of that, we have to hold this mirror up to ourselves. We have to hold this mirror up and be like, you know what? This is something I got to work on. And then also add the forgiveness part. You know, you forgive other people, but forgive yourself for what you didn't do right before. Now that you know better, let's do better. That's Let's right. get it together. Because right. it's such a bigger picture. This is so much bigger than us. And everything yes. that we're talking about and what we have to do in the community, it is going to first start with us looking in the mirror and be like, you know what? This is something you just got to work on right here. So Absolutely. every day we should be striving to be a little bit better than the day the day before. We, Absolutely. We really and, and, and not even a little bit. Work on it a big way, you know. And mm-hmm. you could not be more correct when you talk about um, our, our tiny humans. You know, when you speak about how the children are absolutely learning how to treat each other by the way we treat each other. Mm-hmm. I had a young lady. I was in the grocery store. I usually speak. I had something heavy on my mind. I didn't speak, and, it, and she looked at me. She said, "Wow, is it serious?" And I looked at her and I was like, uh, excuse me, is it serious? Because the look on your face is like, it's so serious. I said, you know what, right now it's about peanut butter and jelly. Thank you for bringing me out of my head. And and I had to have, kind of have a giggle with her. She, I mean, she was like, whatever you were thinking about, I want to know. Because this thing is rocking your brain. And I'm like, no, it is not. I, I'm allowing myself to be distracted. I'm allowing myself to be overly concerned with something that doesn't even matter when I'm in a grocery store. So, you know, um, I'm thankful for our little our people that help to bring us out of those things. You know, I do well checks on people. I'll call you up and be like, hey, how you doing? How are you handling things? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I get a good yes, answer, sometimes I don't. <laughs> but I will call you, okay? <laughs> because I want to know how do I support my community? You know, when you're part mm-hmm. of a community, even a virtual one, because right now at, we're pretty spread out all over the United States. And um, mm-hmm. we, we have to really start to think, how can I build a virtual community? How do I check in with people? You know, I, I can't let the show start to wind down without saying as we go into supporting each other, tis the holiday, tis the season, my friends. There are a lot of people that are not good with the holidays. There there are people that are actively 
depressed. There are people that have um, negative self-thought that turns into negative self-actions. You know, when it comes to supporting each other, we have to really do this. Reach out to somebody, you know, and I like to text. I'll text back and forth and everything like that. But you need to have those few that you're like, no, I need to hear from you. I need to hear your voice. I, I need to feel your energy. I, I need to know what's going on with you. And so, um, you know, when we're talking about supporting each other, we cannot forget that, you know, sometimes we need to do that little self-check out there and find out where and how everyone is doing You know, mm-hmm. that that's Big Mama's way of saying, hey, hey, uh, let me talk to you out on the porch. Now, she's staying in the kitchen. Now, she calls you out on the porch. Mm-hmm. That means you got a different kind of situation going on, okay? That means she don't want everybody to hear what you got to say. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different conversation, and it's a conversation where I need I need to know what's going on, you know. Find your people. You need two sets of people. You need one set of people that you have made a commitment to that you want to check up on them. I know they're going through something. I need to check up on them. I know they just, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. They lost a child. I, I know that, you know, whatever goes on in our community that has us estranged from family, if you know that, act accordingly and try to be supportive. All it takes some time yeah. is a phone call. You don't have to move in with the person, but you can be supportive and be helpful in that. Mm-hmm. And as mental health professionals, we know that during this time, it's very heavy for a lot of people, especially if it's your your first holiday season without a loved one because of all the recent deaths and oh all this God, kind of yeah. stuff that's going on in your life. And the the holiday blues are, are very serious. I mean, I've opened up more mm-hmm. cases during this time of the year than any other time yes. of the year because it's yes. very hard on a lot of people. So that check-in is very yes. um, important. You yes. know, and, and no one is asking you to counsel them. It's just a check-in. And you can always you refer people for professional help. <laughs> we'll do the rest. Yes. Just refer yeah. them. It's like, you know, it's okay to talk. Yeah. So when we eliminate Sometimes that stigmatism from our community, yes, yes. that stigmatism yes. that with mental health yes. care, we really have to remove that from our community because if any other people have a reason to have some mental wellness issues, you know, 300-plus okay. years of colonization, all that kind of good stuff, I think that's us. I'm okay. just saying. Okay, give You me know, PTSD break. is real. So if you need someone to talk to, it is okay to seek professional help because some of the cyborg people, they're still stuck in their trauma as well. So they cannot help you the way you really need to be helped. So seek the professional help, and it's okay. That's right. One more thing I wanted to add to, because when you were talking about support, and, you know, we stepped on some toes when we talked about having people support your relationship be supportive within your relationship. Uh, oh be supportive of each other. Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. Yeah, you, you heard that. You heard that kick in somebody. Yeah, kick in the gut. 
be supportive of each other. Because if you made a commitment to be with each other, that doesn't mean that you have to be a part of everything I do or I have to be a part of everything you do, but encourage me through it. Be a listening ear. Sometimes I don't need you to say nothing. Just be there. Just be present. That's right. And that should be a part of your commitment to each other. So that type of support within a relationship where you you know you have each other's back, genuinely have each other's back, then those that try to come around and try to mess things up, they won't be able to because your bond will be stronger. Absolutely. But I shouldn't be getting more support from a stranger in the street than the person that I'm laying with. Yeah. That's not cool. Oh, ooh. I said then, someone you know, told me. Yeah, this is Big Mama's house. Yeah, I meant what I said. I meant that. And we may have to have a relationship. Just like, show. We, we it, may have to I promise you, I think out. we probably going to go there. We're going to have to go there, sis. What's needed in our relationships and support each other. A oh, yeah, healthy yeah. relationship. Goal, you know, that's the goal. Healthy is the goal. Mm-hmm. Mhm. So people fall into relationships, but is it healthy? Is Correct. it healthy? Correct. And look, we we don't want to hurt nobody. We don't want to hurt nobody's toes. I, I slept all on some toes. toes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had to go Come there. I had to go there because <laughs> you know you can't have dream snatches around you when you're working on goals. Yes. That's <laughs> you right. know. You can't tell me that you want the same thing that I want, and we're working from different ends, you know, different ends of the lane, and we're trying to come together. And then when I'm getting closer and closer, you just stop and turn in the opposite direction. Hold up, what what happened? Yeah, I thought we were on the same page. Yeah. So being supportive in that aspect is very, very important. Absolutely. You know. It is it, it, it's important, it's necessary. I, I wouldn't do it without it. It is it, that important. You in this life we got plenty of things, plenty of naysayers, plenty of negative we got plenty of that. Where are the cheer mm-hmm. leaders? Okay? <laughs> you know, where are mm-hmm. the ones that are gonna be helping us through this? I was saying there's two types of people that you need. One, you need those people you check up on. Two there needs to be two, three people in this world that know they need to check on you. Uh-huh. Two, three people in this world that you know you're going to answer that phone call. If they call you two, three o'clock in the morning, and no matter what's going on, you give them almost that path to reach out to me as you have need. You know, and I know when I get that call, that might be a five-minute call. It might be, I need you to talk me off the ledge. I need you to uh-huh. tell me how to not put my hands on this individual. I need you, how, whatever the need is, there needs to be in this universe two good people, at least, that know that you need them. I uh-huh. need, and sometimes need that much. You know, it's just sometimes we have to remind people that that is their role in your life. You, they like I, I had they friends for years and someone fell off and they didn't realize just how much of an impact. I'm like, you know, that affected me because of this. this and they couldn't understand it because you're the strong one. What do you mean that affected right. you? 
Man, listen. Right. I invest in my right. friendships. Right. <laughs> you know, I invest right. with that's my sister. My sister girl's my virgin. I invest in those things that I hold dear. So when a key component is just taken away, you know, quick, fast, and in a hurry, and no check in, no follow through, that that has right. an effect. So sometimes you have right. to remind people, and it wasn't until I really literally broke it down, like, okay, it was A, B, C, D, and this was a right. regular, and then it stopped. How do you think that was gonna? How did you think that was gonna affect this situation? That's but right. they didn't realize right. how important they were in that moment because life made them think that they weren't. That's right. That's right. And, and that's so sometimes you have to, to have remind that people way. that you're that person for me. You know. Yes. You are that person. I need you. I, I call him a, a caretaker, and I had a beautiful caretaker, and um, I don't anymore. That's an adjustment, but I needed to know that. You know what I'm saying? Because when mm-hmm. you're, you know, I, I, it was to the point where I was like, I need you to understand that when it comes, I need to be able to be very raw with you. I need to be vulnerable with you. I need to be all of these other things with you to the point where I need you to understand that that's a job. Being a for me mm-hmm. to be able to be vulnerable with you is a job. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to call my vulnerability coach. I didn't want to say um, <laughs> you know, when I need a, a a good rant coach. You know, I didn't want to say, you know, there's so many things that just would be inappropriate. So I was like caretaker Caretaker is the perfect word for what I needed. I need you to care, and then that's one action, and then take. I need you to take initiative, take control for a second, take that. I needed those things going on. And then once I realized that, I was like, okay, this may be a bit much for one person. I need to spread this out. You know what I'm saying? I need a uh-huh. number of caretakers people who I'm going to listen to when they're like, um, seven, haven't you been working for seven days straight? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? I think I'm hungry. They're like, you should be. We're all, we're starving. You know what I'm saying? Every time we get together for a weekend to do our work, you know, someone's always like, look, I think I'm going to pass out. I'm like, okay, hold on. Let's slow down. You know, I guess we have been working a number of hours. Okay. This is the, you know. Uh, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but when you have those caretakers, they help to remind you about your own self-care because sometimes we get so caught up in everything else we're doing, taking care of our own selves, you know, unless you have your self-care regimen so firmly in place, you know, you'll forget, literally you'll forget about it. Not intentionally, but, you know, you get caught up. Mm-hmm. You get caught yep. up. So absolutely, absolutely. I think we are going to, you know, we're going to have to pace out the relationship uh, show. We we have to get, I have to do some research, you know. I have to, I would like to ask a couple of people in different stages of relationship from zero, from stage zero to stage, you know, we're in a good spot, you know, we've done some years, we've done this, we've done that, you know, but I would really like to find out about African-American relationships and relating 
and how we do it well. How can we how can we do it in a supportive way? A lot of times we don't even know how to be supportive. You know, I'll know I know women who have a way about them where a married woman's like, Hell no, you can't be around me and my husband you know, I know and mm-hmm. this might be the most innocent woman in the world. She may have no intentions on da 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 I mean but you know, it's, I, just for safety reasons, I just don't feel comfortable. I just don't do it, you know. So what I want to do is, you know, if we can start thinking about how we can be supportive. Because right now, a lot of people think the only way you can be supportive is through money. And that's not true. You know, we've spoken about volunteering. No. We've spoken about just smiling at people and just kind of, you know, being a part of our community. If you have young children, make sure wherever they are, um, the daycares, the schools, the little league, everybody needs to know this child has support and that everyone knows that this child has eyes on them and that someone is caring and looking after this child. Um, And our mental health and emotional health, which is always ridiculous and off the chain, um, it's so important to know that we have support in those areas. So, you know, once we let go of the idea of Superman and Superwoman and I don't need no help and, you know, help us for the week, and once we let go of some of these very unhealthy ideas, then we can start to put ourselves in, in training we can put ourselves in awareness to where we know what positive things we need to do to help ourselves and to be and to have this better, healthier big mama so we have better, healthier families and better, healthier communities. You know, it all boils back to exactly. the community should be the beneficiary of all of this. Exactly. I cannot believe that the time, this is why I do an hour and a half, okay, because it's like there's never enough time. Every time I think we're good, we've touched on something, you said supporting the relationship. I was like, oh, okay, I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's important. You know. It's important. It's so much. It's so much. And we have got to do better about getting in the habit of supporting each other getting in the reputation of supporting each other, you know, when it comes to our black businesses, you know, put the information out, circle the information around to your friends and everything. You know, everybody knows when we go to Augusta, we're staying at the same place we stayed last time, we're eating at the same place we ate at last time, and we're adding in this vegan vegan, uh, restaurant, okay? This is what we're doing because we're supporting, (laughs) okay? We're supporting business. We're supporting other livelihoods and other communities. And then what happens is that the business lines fade away, and we just become family. We just are, are working uh-huh. with each other and building with each other. We we just stop even seeing the, the, the business part of it and just begin to enjoy ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So um, because we should enjoy our community. I enjoy mine. I enjoy uh-huh. mine. Everywhere I go, I, I have to talk to the chef and, and make sure I, hey, 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 what are we doing? How are we doing today? You know, I need everybody in a good spirit. 
you know, um, you know, every uh, church, I visit churches too. I love, oh my God, love churches. And, um, you know, I love the congregation. I love being part of adding into these people's understanding of religion and God and spirituality. So between the lectures, the conversation, we have such a wonderful time in our community. So don't think the community is full of drugs and uh, dirty children. Please, please. The community mm-hmm. is full of life. You know what I'm saying? Our communities are full of life. They are full of beautiful people that look like you. They are full of beautiful children that look just like yours. Most of the time, you can find uh, at the funeral today, at the funeral this weekend, uh, Talib had a bright blue dashiki. And um, my bonus baby, Razak, had on a, uh, like a cranberry dashiki. And that's where I couldn't find those between all the other dashikis that were running around. You know what I'm saying? And and there had to be, oh, my God, there had to be about 50 kids, ranging from about 2 to about 16. And they all looked like my kids. And I was like, no, not that, no, not you, no. You know, and it was so wonderful <laughs> to be, to not have them stand out and be alone, to be, to feel, to understand that they really are part of a group. And they walked away knowing, this is your community, honey. This is what your community looks like. This is what, so when you look into the mirror and you see you may be different from those that you go to school with, that's because this is not, that school is not necessarily your, your only community. You have a number of communities that you're involved in. And so it was wonderful just to be able to expose that. And it was wonderful to be able to support those families at that time. But I think the children, even though they were just running around, enjoying themselves, getting caught up, who's in what grade, them being able to support each other, and and you saw the support that they were doing naturally, was worth the entire trip. It was worth the entire trip. So, my dear Mama Makita, you have crunched on people's toes um, very unapologetically. <laughs> well, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> but it was lovingly, but it was unapologetically, okay? And, mm-hmm. and in in the effort of growth, in the effort of education, in the effort of really creating a new awareness and oneness and everything else like that, what two-minute words would you like to add? As, as we, I can't believe it, but our time is winding out. What would you like to just kind of leave the people with when it comes to understanding, you know, like what support is and, and how we can support each other and, you know, our responsibility to support each other? We have a responsibility to all those who whose shoulders that we stand on, for all those who mm. didn't make it, um, during the transatlantic slave trade to all of those who died for our rights to vote and all that kind of wonderful stuff. For all, for all those who just made sacrifices after sacrifices, we owe it to them to live and not just exist in the bubble that we think is okay. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. owe it to them to live, you know, because when they made those sacrifices, they knew that the changes were not going to come right then and right there. 
they were fighting for two and three generations ahead. And that's what we're still doing. So let's support each other through this process. Let's support other people. And just because this one's business may be growing quicker than this one and da-da-da-da-da, so what? Be supportive. That's right. That's right. You know, be supportive. Forgive yourself for the stuff you didn't do right before. Now that you know better, let's do better. Absolutely. Do better. And be intentional with it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that intentionality is something that we desperately need in our community. Um, You know, to me, it's almost bravery, you know, because, you you have to really be willing to go forward and um, you know be there for that person. You got to move past possibly some of your own thoughts, egos, and attitudes about this person. You know they're they're really we have to high level think sometimes when it comes to you know. But can I do it for the community? But can I do it for the babies? You know, can I do it for someone who I will never see? and never know, and never get the benefit or the thank you out of it, but can I do it just because it's the right thing that needs to be done, you know? And and when we start to think like that, that's how we get true support for each other, you know? And then the, the support starts to look like love, you know? The support starts to look like, you know, friendships and allies and, and relationships that you've had for decades with people and everything else like that. So we have to begin, and this, this is not fairy tale stuff. Let me tell you, family, don't don't call me with June Cleaver. I'm not a Cleaver. I am not an Abdullah, okay? That's my birth last name, okay? I'm Miss Abdullah, you know? So don't act like this is something that's so far-fetched in our community. It's very, very possible to get this. There are pockets of it now. So what we all we're trying to do is connect these pockets together and build off of them and grow off of them. So, you know, we, we need to don't think that this is a white thing, okay? Be, networking is not a white thing. Um, caring about somebody is not a white thing. Don't forget those others learned it from the ones that used to care for them who was the big mamas, okay? So don't think that originated with them at all. It's always been big mama, whether she was in her house or the big house. It's always been big mama. She's mm-hmm. constantly trying to put in those positive affirmations, pos- always trying to put in that positive energy, you're going to make it. You're going to survive. Let me give you these words of wisdom. Let, let me give you some encouragement. You know, yeah, I know I just had to spank your butt because you did something wrong, okay? That's how people get spanked. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, after the spanking now, now we can talk. You've done your punishment. I got to tell you, this is why you were wrong, okay? This is why that's so dangerous. This is why you can't do that. So it, it's up to Big Mama to help you know, to to put those types of things in place, rules in place, jurisdictions, whatever you want to call it, it's up to us to do that. So, you know, if you get your little toes stepped on, it's okay. We got a piece of candy coming for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
if you got your <laughs> that hard candy. Swatted, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you got swatted out the kitchen, it's okay. I'm gonna have a cookie for you later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, if grown folks had to talk, if Big Mama called you out on the porch, that means we had to talk about it. We had to be honest. Mm-hmm. We had to be real. And and I need you to grow up. And I need you to do better. So you know, these are mm-hmm. all parts of our community that we we still need. We need a place to keep it real, keep it raw, keep it positive. It was always positive. You always knew Big Mama loved you. You just had that's to right. That's why you kept coming back. <laughs> that's why. That's why you gotta come back. You know Big Mama loves you. She, but she gonna need mm-hmm. better. She's gonna always make you do better. She's gonna always ask you to evolve. She's not gonna accept the same thing that you did when you were ten the second you hit fourteen. Exactly. And if you ever had tasted ivory soap and had to get your mouth washed out, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? She's always going, that ain't kill you. Ivory did not kill you. But it helps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so mm-hmm. we all are working on, we're working on ourselves. Even Big Mama has to evolve. She has to get into her self-care. And so I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen. I want to thank those that are going to listen to the recording later. If you ever want to catch us live on the air, we do this every Sunday at 8 o'clock. Not every Sunday. We do it just about every other Sunday at 8 o'clock. But even when we're not on, there's some awesome programming. We have uh, political education that comes on. We have a true dissemination of information that can help you understand why you do the things you do as an African American and how to improve yourself. So I just want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to the program and remember every Sunday there is programming here that fits our families and our lives and our struggles. So all power to the people. Power to the people. <laughs> 